welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? One football game left. My name is Morgan Colby. Got Rick Lemon with me as always. Can't believe it. Next week, Rick, we're making our Super Bowl predictions. Okay. I can now sports bet, but I have to physically drive to Boston. You do? Yes. They, they don't. They the online portion of gambling has not uh, been legalized. Oh, what? March. Yeah. So I That's have stupid. to. I have to drive to a casino that has sports betting. And uh, do my is that is that even really worth it? Not really. Are you gonna do it? My wife did enable me though. She said, "Oh, we could go to dinner." I'm like, "Do you want me to bet? You want me to bet on? Because I will. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go do my parlays for the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, I think I'll stick to the Sleeper app. Thank you, Sleeper. Yeah. Well, once once they let uh, once they let um gambling online happened for massachusetts you gotta do DraftKings, bro oh i, I like hope the, the sports book i hope DraftKings DraftKings, sportsbook. i hope DraftKings uh sportsbook uh, i have the app <laughs> yeah i'm waiting uh i hope they get one of those those contracts that they've been talking about because i don't know if they'll get one um but anyway you better Super Bowl is uh, is just under two weeks away, 12 days. If you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, 12, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12 days. So um, it's, the time is cruising. I love Super Bowl week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the entire year, um, regardless of who's in the bowl. Love Radio Row. Love, uh, yeah. love myself. You know, we love ourselves some sports radio up here in New England. And um, our sports, because we've been there so much. Like it was, at first it was just... Uh, our 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 radio show that I particularly listen to going there, uh, just for the Patriots Super Bowls. But then they started doing it yearly, regardless, because they were there every year anyway. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, that's fun. Uh, and then you get all the the media stuff and interviews and press conferences, and it's a fun week. Um, if the Super Bowl ever comes close to me in the Northeast, I will attend the entire week. <laughs> Honestly, like. Well, the problem is they had it in New York one year and people didn't like it because it was too cold. And Northeast is never getting a bowl, dude. Yeah. You got to you got to make it like a vacation. I know I should I should do that. But anyway, one year go to like uh, wait till it's like in Florida or Arizona. Actually, it's Arizona, Arizona this year. This, isn't year it? Yeah. Yep. this would have been a good one. <laughs> I actually like to see Um, I hate to, I, I, I dislike the Dallas Cowboys, but I'd like to see that stadium. <clears throat> Oh yeah, that would be actually that would be a good one too. Um, um I don't know when didn't they already host it? They did, yeah, not okay. too long ago, I think too. Um, but anyway, yeah, Super Bowl is coming up. And um and we're just uh we're just cruising here. The weekend I I I I'm not gonna lie. I said it the last couple weeks, hoping it would get better. Has this playoffs not sucked? It kind of has. Compared to, I think it's really just compared to last year. I mean, some of the games, like, like I, I said, I was okay with a defensive battle every once in a while. But like the Eagles 49ers game did suck. That game sucked. Because the moment 
Brock Purdy got hurt, it was like this thing's over. Ooh, we got breaking news. Oh. I, I don't know where the buck uh, the Saints Sean Payton's going to the Broncos. Whoa. What's the compensation for that? Because weren't they asking for like two first round picks and the Broncos don't have Hold any on first a second. Round Adam Schefter's tweeting all this crap. Uh Denver's twenty twenty three first round pick and next year's second round pick for Peyton. And the Saints twenty oh four third. Denver's oh. twenty four first round pick and it's twenty third Saints choice. Two potential packages is what Schefter says. Interesting. Okay, I I will I think Sean Payton is not worth you know, that. <laughs> He's he's a great coach. He's top ten in the league. Are you giving up a first round pick when you already don't have any picks for a coach? No. They have a first round pick. I'm stunned. I thought I didn't think they did. This is absurd. I love starting the show like this. Yeah, I know. Just consuming uh, information that we weren't ready for. Well, well, we have a whole coaches show. We do. We'll add it to the coaches show. I guess we don't have to go into. Yeah, a crazy, crazy. Um, we'll see what yeah, happens. With I was that, surprised. But... I thought there was recent reports saying that he might not go back to coaching this year because of uh, the Saints wanting way too much from teams. That's crazy. And Denver has nothing. They guess, have like no picks. I guess he. I, I, that was a real quick uh, sabbatical. Yeah. So, like, I mean, uh, I guess you could say your initial d- yes or no, like, do you like it for the Broncos? Um, Sean Payton. Well, I like it for the Broncos. I am not entirely sure. Like, if 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 Nathaniel Hackett really was the problem with the offense, then I think they'll be fine. Is Sean Payton an offensive guy or a yeah, defensive offensive. guy? Ooh. I mean, I definitely do like it for the Broncos. Like, I, I think it could... Resurrect if that Russ, team. Russ is the the linchpin. If Russ yes, sucks, yeah, then right. they suck. Like it's not Sean Payton ain't solving any of those problems. I right, do right, think right, right. that they're if if Russ sucks, they're a eight to nine win football team with Sean Payton though. Yeah, so that's good. That's fair. Um, but anyway, there's your there's your small piece of breaking news. I didn't even hit the sounder. Um, I want to make a new breaking news button. I feel like that would be more fun. Um. Something that doesn't freaking peel my eardrums out uh, every time I play it. But anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. We have a lot to get to today. Um, We're going to do a uh, a Dynasty mock draft uh, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, then whenever the next show is released. Um, But today we're going to talk about top free agent wide receivers. uh, I mean, uh, free agent running backs. Jeez, I I have the notes designed for the last show uh top free agent running backs um and we're gonna go through you know uh what, what, probably top five maybe top 10 we'll see um we'll do it quickly talk about some landing spots possibly um you know whether they could go back or not we'll discuss all of those variables um on today's show before we do that check out outside fans gym follow us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave and share, view and share this podcast with your friends. All right, you ready? Yeah. You ready to jump in? All right. We're, yeah. so, we're eight minutes into the show because Sean Payton ruined my day. <laughs> um, right when we started. 
All right, so um, there are some uh, interesting running backs. Definitely, this class in particular, very, very, very good in terms of mm-hmm. running backs. Lots of really, really good players that could make a difference on a team. Um, a, a very deep group. I don't know how many will hit the open market. Though. Yes, so we'll discuss, obviously, that. But let's start with, you know, we're going to the top 10 guys here on this NBC Sports dot com article um but the first guy we have here is Dante foreman um this year he had 203 carries 914 yards and five touchdowns with the carolina panthers i would imagine that the carolina panthers are going to um let him go and they're going to get a running back in the draft or some of some sort um he didn't necessarily i mean 203 for 914 is not great um but in terms of efficiency, but um, he's a good second or third running back on a team. I think he'll do that. His value is going to be entirely in fantasy football, entirely like lined up with um, if the guy behind him or in front of him gets hurt, that's kind of going to be his value. So he stays exactly what he is regardless of where he goes at this point for me. And I don't think he's that valuable of a, commodity at the running back position yeah i i don't either i don't think he even if he does resign i, I know you hate probably, him. you still hate him <laughs> i do i mean in the nfl he does have a role of like a short yardage guy he's, yeah. he's not a pass catcher but he's a physical running back that i think has a role on an nfl team so i think they could bring him back but i don't think he would be the starter i think if they bring him back they're either going to sign somebody else, trade for somebody else, or draft somebody to replace McCaffrey. They, they're going to have a McCaffrey replacement um, on that team. So I don't think he's going to really be fantasy relevant next year. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Do you want the guy that gets drafted? Do I want, like, the guy who gets drafted to the Panthers? Yeah, the running back. I do. I think there's a lot of role and opportunity there in Carolina. Interesting. Got a lot of offseason to talk about that. But. Frank Wright, well, I mean, we'll talk about that, new head coach, but he liked John. He used John Taylor quite a lot. The, so. the whole NFL has already changed, and we're not even done with the season. I know. There's a lot. Crazy. A lot going on. Uh, number two, Devin Singletary, Kansas City. Kansas City, geez. Devin Singletary, um, Buffalo Bills. I almost said Chicago Bears. I can't even get the right <laughs> names out. Um, Singletary. Buffalo Bills, 26 years old, 117, uh, 177 carries, 800, 819 yards, five touchdowns, 38 catches, 280 yards, one touchdown. That, that, those are his stats with the Bills this year. Um, so he had 1,000 scrimmage yards this year. He has looked a lot better the last two years, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bills rushing attack still isn't good. Like They don't have a single running back on that team that they can trust in or rely in to like really move the ball on the ground and take control of games like Singletary is a very stoppable running back um he's not right. he's not a guy like Christian McCaffrey who you really can't stop when he gets going or Saquon Barkley but um he gets the job done I honestly like I kind of see him just going back to Buffalo um I think that's his best shot at money because I, I don't think he did good enough this year as a running back to warrant a big contract. Uh, running backs don't get big contracts anyway, so I, I see Singletary going back to the Buffalo Bills and, and whatever fantasy value he had last year, minus it by 10. <laughs> yeah, I could see him going back to Buffalo too. I also like 
even if he doesn't go back to Buffalo, I don't really see him having a, a ton of fantasy value either, unless he goes to a team that just needs a starting running back, which there are a couple teams out there that could use a running back, and he's going to just get a lot of opportunity. But even then, I don't think Singletary is a great player. So even if he gets a lot of opportunity, I'm not going to be in love. Like, let's say, for example, the Falcons are done with Cordell Patterson. He retires or, you know, they're just done with him. And okay. um, he goes to Atlanta. I think he could have a lot of opportunity there. But would you want him? No. Let's use the Panthers, too, as an example. Like, he goes to Carolina. Would you want Devin Singletary? I think he's more intriguing there, but yeah, still not like still not great. <laughs> it's not, yeah. So I don't think really anywhere he goes, he's gonna be that appealing. Um, okay. All right. Next guy, uh, number seven. He actually has uh been good. I'm surprised to see him on this list. I'm trying to figure out he is an unrestricted free agent. I thought he was mm-hmm. gonna be an RFA. Um but it's Damian Harris, the New England Patriots. He had 106 carries, 462 yards, five touchdowns in 11 games. Um, he had a lot of injuries this year. Um, I kind of felt that the Patriots were going to move on before he hit the free agent market this year. Um, yep. I thought they were going to trade him, and I was convinced of that. He never got traded. Uh, I think it's because they had other issues and they didn't really want to compound <laughs> other problems. Ramondre looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. He was fantastic this year. With Damian Harris, to me, I like I I think he's cheap enough for the Patriots to bring back if they wanted him. Um, yeah, I just don't know if they're going to. You have Ke- yeah. you got Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, who came in at the end of the season last year when some guys got hurt and they actually played fine. Like I don't know if the Patriots think they need they I don't think they need Ke- uh, Damian Harris at this point, and I think like. You already have Ramondre Stevenson, who's a bruiser. What they really need is a pass-catching running back, and I, I don't think having Damian Harris on the team helps them all that much. But I yeah. could see them bring him back and do the split-back thing that they had in the past. I, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is offensively. So right. it could go either way. Um, where are What are some teams like that you look at that could possibly bring in Damian Harris this offseason? Yeah, I mentioned other teams like the the Pan the Falcons and the Panthers. I think are two that the first ones that come to mind um, because they just need a running back. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams. I was going to say could use... Buffalo. Buffalo could be a team. Yeah, I mean Buffalo for sure. I don't. I see the thing with Buffalo is like I don't know if they're going to add a running back unless it's a difference maker. Is and I don't really think Damian Harris is necessarily a difference maker. Can you get a difference maker outside? You of brought up like an interesting point where you said like the Patriots don't need him, which is very true. They don't, they have so many running backs on the roster and they kind of, you know, they could use a pass catching back, but at the same time, Ramondre Stevenson had like 90 catches this year. He was like in the, he was the sec, he had the most outside of Austin Eckler, the most catches among running backs. So in theory, they could also put Damian Harris as back to the bruiser, what they had him before this year, before his injuries and everything yeah. and make Ramondre kind of the pass catching back. And do that because I know Damian Harris is very close to Mac Jones. He's apparently a big locker room guy on that team. I so I think the Patriots want to keep him just for that those reasons. But I could very easily see them letting him go as well because they really don't need him. Um, so it'll be interesting to to, uh, to see what ends up happening with Damian Harris. Yeah. As for like potential landing spots, um, you know. 
like I said, the Bills kind of maybe, but um, I, I like I said, I don't know if they really are going to go after somebody unless it's a difference mm-hmm. maker. I don't know. it. Some of these other teams, like let's say that I mean, we'll get to them, but somebody on this list leaves, like let's say, oh, for yeah. example, the New York Giants might have their running back leave. If that would happen, you know, like teams will need replacements. Yeah, Harris would be um, good. would be a not good, but he would be a guy that would would be be able to replace them. I was gonna sure. say, um, Miami too. Miami is not a team that has sure. a running back that's gonna walk away, but they uh, don't have a running back, and their running attack is was not great. The only problem with Damian Harris is I schematically I don't think he fits in with their scheme because he's not particularly fast. Um. Yeah. And so I, I don't, unless they want to like a bruising running back up the middle, like then they can get that. But without the speed that they want for that West coast style offense, like, you I, know, it's a, I think a, a team that would fit perfectly and would make sense. It would be the chargers for me if he were to go somewhere. Okay. Um, they've been kind of looking for a change of pace back yep. to kind of um, pair with Eckler and with Kellen Moore there now. Um, the former Cowboys OC, which is now the Chargers OC, they could use Harris and Eckler like they use Zeke and Pollard. I think that would be kind of in, in a very good duo at running back. But, yeah, I don't know if there's a ton of spots for him. Even in New England, I think he could be okay still. But We just got another head coach hiring. Two in one show? What yeah, the heck? D'Amico, D'Amico Ryans, 49ers defensive coordinator. He reached a, a agreement, six-year deal with the Texans. Oh, Good hiring gosh. for Texans. I, They've been cycling through these old man coaches. They needed some fresh blood in that building, and they got it. I like that. I like that one. I don't like – I will find out what it means for fantasy football because – He's a defensive guy, but good signing for them. Dude, it's always the 49ers coordinators are always Robert Sala, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, they got a long ways to go, though. LaFleur. Quarterback, yeah, all this stuff. But anyway, any more thoughts on Harris? No, we can move on. Okay. Uh, Next guy, Kareem Hunt, 28 years old, 123 carries, 468 yards, three touchdowns, 35 catches, 210 yards, and a touchdown this past season. Um, Nick Chubb obviously leads the backfield over there in um, in – Cleveland, uh, I, I I think Kareem Hunt missed the gun on his um, value. I do too. He had a really good season in Cleveland his first year there, and he re-upped. And he should have just left and went and signed with somebody because I think he could have been a guy um, on a team like as a featured running back. He's 28 years old now, and no one's going to invest in him. I, I think he could go to a football team, to like somebody that's close, you know, mm-hmm. we, I talked about the Buffalo Bills for Damian Harris. I think Kareem sure. Hunt would be somebody that would definitely fit in with Buffalo. Um, you know, veteran running back, good on the ground, good through the air. Like, they could sign him. Um, I I just don't know what role he's going to have on a football team coming in the future. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think he leaves the workload that he got this year. Like whoever he signs with, I don't. I don't think that. Whatever, I like, yeah. I just don't think I, that there's any more work coming for him. I could see him in Miami though. That would work, and I would be if they didn't do anything else at running back and just got him. I would be okay with that. Um, but it just depends on situation and landing spot. I just like I said, I I don't think that there's going to be enough opportunity for him to explode. No, I don't either. The Bills one is very interesting though. I think that would be a good spot. 
Um, I don't, I don't think he goes back to Cleveland. I do think he is going to a new team, but I agree with you hundred percent. I think he kind of missed the boat. He really had an opportunity after his first year in Cleveland, as you said, um, or even his second year, I think he was a free agent uh, mm-hmm. to take a big contract. And I think be a starter somewhere else, but he wanted to stay in Cleveland and it just, like this year, it didn't really work out, and now he's an old man running back. Now he's 28 years old. I don't think he's going to get 200-plus carries on a team anymore. He's going to kind of play a role for whatever team he goes to. I think he could still have real fantasy value if he lands in the right spot. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't see him getting a big contract or getting a huge role wherever he goes. Yeah. Um, agreed. We'll see mm. with Kareem Hunt. Um, next guy is – I actually put Kareem Hunt higher on this list, to be honest with you, but Jamal Williams of the Lions, he's not He's not leaving Detroit. That's, uh, yeah. that's not fine. He's staying. He's staying. 100%. Um, so I, I feel like we should just bypass this one. Um, 17 touchdowns. I guess we could say, like, do you buy him next year in fantasy or are you staying? No, old? I think he's too old. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's got – the problem with Jamal Williams is just like with as long as Swift's there, I feel like Swift has more potential in the backfield. Jamal Williams is not a pass catching back, so he's going to need the touchdowns again to do what he did this year, and it's going to be hard to get seventeen touchdowns. Um, I would take him in, in later rounds, but he might be like a sixth, fifth round pick, and I just I'm good on that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's get into the meat and potatoes. The the the, the big part of this quickly hopefully um is these five running backs i think have real value in fantasy football uh depending on where they go and they also could take major 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 hits to their fantasy value as well depending on where they go because you know the running back position is not a super sought after group and like if you have a guy you stick with your guy or you let him walk, you draft a guy. Like it's, it's the Patriots have literally, they drafted Damian Harris, red shirted him because they had, what's his name? Um, they got rid of him. Harris became the starting running back. They drafted Mondre. Now they're going to let Harris go and let Mondre be the guy. And it's like, it's just, it don't matter in the NFL. As long as you got yeah, a good offense. You get like a three year window. Unless you're the Bills and you can't figure out how to run the ball. Um, but to me, it's like some of these guys could end up in really good situations. We'll see. Um, I know two of them will definitely get big contracts and right. will start and get the work. Uh, but three of them I'm, I'm still unsure about. Um, David Montgomery, number five, 26 years old, 201 carries, 801 yards, five touchdowns, 34 catches, 316 yards, and a touchdown. So he had over 1,000 yards this year, six touchdowns. Um, he was all right for fantasy. I think, what is that, top 20? Yeah, he had a little bit of a down year. I mean, the offense was not good. Had had its moments towards the end of the year, but yeah, it was not good. And I think he also missed a couple games too. Um, it seems like to me, Chicago really likes. Um, I was gonna say Tristan Ebner. That is not right. Um, who's that? Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert. It seems like they really like Khalil Herbert. And if they don't make any moves, I actually like Khalil Herbert for fantasy a little bit. Um, especially if the Bears do make improvements offensively, but mm-hmm. um. I don't know that David Montgomery is going. The fact that they didn't pick up his 
fifth year option would suggest to me that they're not intending on bringing him back to Chicago. Um, I can't believe it's already been four years. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Um, but David Montgomery, uh, yeah, for me, he's, he's, you think he's out? I think he's out of Chicago. So the question is, where does he go? Um, I don't know. I don't know where he fits. I, I don't, he kind of reminds me of like Harris a little bit, Damian Harris. Um, yeah, well, he does. Yeah, he does. So I'm like, I just don't, I don't know where he would fit in. I, I, I definitely think he's a, he's a, like a bruiser running back. So like, he's going to get the ball and he's just going to, like, I could see somebody signing him and just handing them the rock 250 times and driving him into the ground or. Uh, I could see him going to a team and just being like, like you mentioned the chargers for Damian Harris. Yeah. Uh, I could see yep. that happen too for him where he just plays a secondary role to Austin Eckler just carries the ball on the ground. Um, and I think in that situation, I don't want him for fantasy. I, I don't even know, like like he had the full work for the bears and it wasn't really great for fantasy at all. So I think he's a great running back. I think he could go to a team and make a difference. I just don't know if he's a great running back for fantasy football at this point. Yeah, I would agree. He'd have to land in a really good spot. Um, and I don't think there's many <laughs> really good spots out there for him. Yeah, I think staying with Chicago would actually be pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may, might even be the best case scenario for his fantasy value. Um, and I was kind of with you. I, I don't think he's going to stay. I did look up some early reports, and apparently there is mutual interest in a reunion. 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 I don't know. I can't speak right now with the Chicago bears. Um, so early reports suggest that there might be a re-signing there, but it's too early to tell. So I don't know. I, I think I would prefer Montgomery to stay though. I, I don't like see fantasy, a landing yeah. spot where yeah. it's the, again, the only team that I really see has a, a true opening at running back is the Panthers. I think this year, um, so maybe Carolina, because that is a team that, especially if they have a rookie quarterback, might run the ball, like give them like 250, 300 carries, right? Yeah. Um, but is their offensive line good enough to support that? Will their mm-hmm. team be good enough to support that and have real fancy value? Who knows? So, okay. yeah, I think I'd rather him stay in Chicago. All right, yeah, makes sense. Um, number four, Miles Sanders, Philadelphia Eagles, obviously in the Super Bowl. Um, so... They got some business to deal with after the season, but he had 259 carries, 1,269 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Nothing's changing in Philly. I think Miles Sanders goes straight back to to daddy. Um, I don't think he's leaving the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they they predicate their entire team on that running game this year, whether it's Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenneth um, Walker. No, (laughs) Kenneth Walker. Bro, what's his name? Kenneth Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell. Gainwell, thank you. Um, they predicate their, their game plans on the run and, um, you know, off of that run play action, off of that run, their pass plays and their RPOs and different stuff like that. So their entire offense is kind of predicated on the running game. And I feel like they need a running back in order to do that. And they know Miles Sanders can, so they'll stick with him. Um, so I, I think, I think he could do that, but I also think this is one player that has a he's a dual threat so he can he can do both things he can 
pass, uh, pass the ball. He can run and he can catch. Um, and I think that's a valuable asset for teams. I could see if he hits the market and the Eagles don't resign him. Buffalo definitely could be in that conversation. Um, but teams that are looking Miami, I could see him fit well into that scheme. Um, Rick mentioned a team like Carolina. I don't know how Miles Sanders could go from being in a Super Bowl to going to the Carolina Panthers unless they're giving him the bag. <laughs> By a lot of money. But right. But so I could see some contending teams going after Miles Sanders um if they if they really feel they need a running back. Um I think this is one guy left on the list that because uh, I think a lot of these guys are just gonna go back uh to where they came from at this point. But um, if this guy hits, if Miles Sanders hits the open market, I think this is a guy that, that demands, um, at least some interest from teams that are looking for a dual threat running back. Yeah, I agree. I think he stays with the Eagles, but mm-hmm. there will be teams interested. Um, and I think, you know, it's interesting because in this report, it says that, uh, he has pass catching ability, but, um, he hasn't been relevant in the pass catching game yeah. since his rookie year. Um, so I do think, you know, a team could be intriguing. It could be intriguing offer for Sanders mm-hmm. that he could go somewhere and have more of a pass catching role. Yeah. Um, and I think there are teams out there that would give it to him, but I do think he stays with Philadelphia. I will say one thing though, is <laughs> oh earlier. God. What's up? Ian Rappaport just reported the Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, and then he committed to the Texans, and that's when they decided to uh, pivot and go to Sean Payton. That is oh such boy. a gross report to start. That's like, kind of pathetic. Pey- Payton wasn't the first choice for Denver. <laughs> Sheesh. And now they're paying. That's really pay. interesting. Anyway, oh, my God, dude. That's actually super interesting because teams won't commit. It's Sean freaking Payton. Like, he's a great coach, but they just didn't want to give up the compensation. Wild. Anyway, um, where is that? Oh, I was saying one interesting thing I looked up earlier while we were getting ready for the show. I was just curious. Um, PFF had their top, I think, 100 free agents or top 50 free agents. ESPN has it too. There's quite a few Eagles on that list. There's like th- three or four guys on defense for the Eagles that they got to resign. So who's the priority? So, right. So it, it might be interesting if they have enough money. That includes that includes Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they gotta pay that's that true. Way. That's um, free, they might a free agent this year, but they're going to have to right. pay him this off season. So, um, yeah. So it, there is, a, there, I think Sanders wants to come back and I think the Eagles would want Sanders to come back, but it could be one of those things that just doesn't work out and he ends up hitting the open market and he could be getting a lot of money potentially if he hits the open market. Cause I do think yeah. there will be teams interested in Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. Um, number three, this guy, I, I think Dallas should keep this guy uh, at any yes. costs and they should let the other man walk. Yes. Um, Tony Pollard should stay <laughs> with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Tony Pollard, 26 years old, 193 carries, 1,007 yards, nine touchdowns, 39 catches, 371 yards, and three touchdowns. Doing this as a freaking backup running back. Getting half the snaps. Um, he's absurd. He's very, very good. And I think that they should, the Dallas Cowboys should pivot on to Tony Pollard who has far less work underneath them um, and and fresher legs, and you can see it in-game. Um, Dallas is probably going to re-sign Tony Pollard, to be honest with you, unless they're really obsessed with Zeke. Like, I just... Which they yeah. Are. 
Yeah, and they are, and I think Zeke is staying no matter what. <laughs> and he also said he well, he said he he wants to be like a cowboy for life, and he he's willing to accept like smaller contracts and stuff. So I I get it, but they need to lock Pollard up. It may, his situation makes it more complicated though because of the injury that he had mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So unfortunately for him, and it sucks that he got injured like at the worst possible time. Is he going to get a big contract or as big of a contract as he would have gotten without the injury? And I don't know. We're going to have to see. But I think he stays in Dallas. Dallas should absolutely do everything they can to lock him up. Um, he was one of the best and best surprises, I guess, this year. Uh, he really took took a leap and had a great season, uh, career year, um, and should be the lead running back next year for the Cowboys. But who knows if, if he hits the open market, I think similar to Miles Sanders should get a lot of teams interested a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, you know, do you think that Tony Pollard, like what kind of market does he demand? And I, I would agree with you, what you just said. I think he's, I think he would get a lot of interest from teams that need a running back. And I think yep. that, that he, this is one guy that people would pay for. Um, I think he get, he would get, if him and Sanders are end up being the top two guys because the next two get locked up, yeah. And let's say him and Sanders are the only real great running backs available, I think Pollard would get a bigger contract if he's healthy. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, let's move to the next two guys. This should be real quick. Uh, Josh Jacobs, age twenty five, three hundred forty carries, sixteen hundred fifty three touchdowns, fifty three catches, four hundred yards. He is um, ridiculously good. And um, he showed it this year for the the Raiders. I, he's going back to Las Vegas, I think. Um, they, they need to lock him up. They have to lock him up. He's one of their best assets team-wise. And, and Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I yeah. think he realized, ah, oh, Frick, <laughs> we, we need to keep this guy. So um, he's going back to the Raiders. If he hits the market, um, he's going to get a big contract. And this is, you know, usually – not something that happens for running backs in the NFL. So it's very interesting to see where this ends up going, but I think he goes back to the Raiders. I think he's still fine for fantasy, obviously, and um, and things will stay the same there. Yeah, I would agree. I think he goes back to the Raiders as well. Um, there were some question marks about that. I think in, at the post, it is post game mm-hmm. uh, or post, I guess, cl- exit interview um, that they have for the players, but uh, I do think the Raiders will look at him, look at the season that he had, look at their offense, and be like, we can't afford to lose this guy, and give him the big bucks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then the final guy we have is Saquon Barkley. He's 26 years old, 295 carries, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, 57 catches, and 338 yards. So another guy, 1,600 all-purpose yards, um, 10 touchdowns on the season. It, bounce back year he's really 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 good and um i would think the giants would have to lock him up at this point um he's one of the best running backs in the nfl when he stays healthy um if he does not get signed uh, the bills i think would line up and pay bank for him unfortunately yeah i think they would be Um, all over. i think the dolphins too they feel like a team that's trying to go all in Um, who we haven't mentioned going in for running backs. I think you mentioned one guy earlier about the Dolphins. Um, but Jeff Wilson is a free agent, and then they have Raheem Mostert. So yeah. I could see them getting one of these big names as well. 
Uh, but yeah, Saquon, dude, like I don't see any way the Giants can let him go. He is he was this year their entire, their entire offense. Yeah. Um so and and he's been like such a he, it feels like he is the the leader on that team as well. Um, even in the locker room, like mm-hmm. him and Daniel Jones are very close. Yeah. Um, he's kind of been it's very weird for a running back to be the face of the franchise, but since Danny Dimes has been their quarterback, it feels like Saquon has kind of been the face of the Giants since he's been drafted there. And and what was he? Wasn't he a top five pick in the NFL draft? Yeah. So like he's, he's the whole team. I feel like the whole offense um, for the most point, he's clearly their best weapon. They got to bring him back. But if he somehow hits the open market, he's going to get, I mean, running backs usually don't get paid. He'll get paid. This guy will get paid. Yeah. Him and Josh Jacobs, if they either one of them hit the open market, they get paid for sure. Um, so, but I think before free agency hits in in March, um, you'll probably see Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley get locked up. Um, I would imagine if either one of them um, were to hit the market, their value is only going to increase tenfold. So, um, I would imagine they lock them up. But they're your they're your running backs. 2023 free agency man that's wild no receivers receivers are just dead. i know we got all these running backs available though how uh, many of them you think actually hit the open market though, uh, probably the like top five five of, uh, of the top five just two yeah pro- i'd agree all right see you later guys see you thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast make sure you subscribe on itunes and youtube and follow us on twitter at the ff champs